Hey guys, it's Taylor Marie Wagner, and you're listening to Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie. Get ready for a good time. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie. Please like us on Facebook, where you can click the anchor link to leave us a voicemail. You can follow us on Twitter at StayTunedTNH. You can even email the show at StayTunedTNH at gmail.com. You can find our merchandise at tchip.com and by searching Stay Tuned. A big thank you to Jesus Perez for helping to set that up for us. And if you need any artistic help, you can look him up on Facebook at Ace in the Hole Signs and Graphics or Dirty Baby Original. And his website is aceintheholesigns.com. We are available on all major podcast platforms, including Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. So please make sure to share, subscribe, rate, and review. We appreciate your support. Now, let's get into the show. All right, and welcome to another episode of Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie. Hey, good morning, Troy. Yeah, good morning to you, Howie, and uh, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, or whatever time of day you're listening to us. Thanks for joining in. Summer is around the corner. Uh, yesterday here in Pennsylvania, I think we reached 90 plus. Yeah, it was a warm week all week. Oh, uh, yeah, it was what well, we were close to the mid 80s, high 80s all week. And then, like you said, finally yesterday, we busted over the 90 mark. So, yes, but uh, yeah, I can't wait. I mean, uh, yeah, same here. I mean, you and I have talked many times about, yeah, we're not real big fans of the cold. So, so yeah, bones move a little bit easier when it's warmer out, don't you? (laughs) Without a doubt. Yeah. Especially as we get older. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, yeah, that's why we're going to be doing our show from the Caribbean um, in the near future. That'll be our, that'll be our, um, our work home. How's that sound? Uh or is that like our 25 year plan? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's going to be our 25 year anniversary. Uh, that'll be my <laughs> gift to you, Troy. Okay. All right. If that works for you. Um, that, that works. That works for me. Uh, <laughs> but, yes, but in the meantime, for, for our one year anniversary, um, we'll be over at Mount Gretna Brewery. Um, and I don't have the address pulled up right off the top of my head. We can talk about it. I'll look it up as we're talking. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll be over there. And uh, I guess you're hoping to get there, you know, a little bit before I will. Uh, I'm going to yeah. try to get there as soon as I can, um, see what I can work out with um, work and everything like that. But I think we're going to look to restart recording at least probably around 530 is probably my guess here. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, but yeah, somebody will be there beforehand. And, uh, you know, if you want to come out and say hi, uh, you know, definitely come out and do that. And we have a few of our listeners coming out and uh they're going to definitely be on hand to, to watch and uh, hang out. And it's not even, I mean, it's not really even about us being there. I mean, there's a lot right. on there. In fact, the, what is that? Shrimp Ryan's jig band. Uh, I can't yep. wait to, uh, see them perform. They, it looks like from what I saw, it's a, like a whiskey Irish band. Um, I don't know even mm-hmm. the era to throw them in. I, I would almost kind of throw them. I mean, I guess, they, they almost kind of remind me of um, like um, I don't even know how to say it, like almost like a like a backyard country type banjo thing with a little bit of an Irish twist to it. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if I'm explaining it real well, but from, from the videos I've been listening to, you know, just uh-huh. there's the guy. There's one guy, the banjo player. It looks like one guy has almost like a 
I don't know if it's a ukulele or what you would call it, but it's a little guitar. Uh, might be, uh, can't think of the name of those things right now. Um, but then I saw somebody else had like a big stand-up bass. There was somebody with a violin. Is it a like, um, banjo maybe? Man, is it a mandolin? Oh, I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what I'm thinking of, like a mandolin or something. Um, not a Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Malcrad the Craft Brewery did finally pull the address up. It is 2701 Horseshoe Pike, awesome. Palmyra, Pennsylvania. 17078 is the zip code. And the uh, phone number, if you want to call them, is 717-838-3545. And um, hey, here's something that we didn't talk about that just came to my head, though, is um, they also have a, a crepery attached to their brewery there called An- An- yeah, Ancestors Crepery. And um, they have another store that I didn't even know about. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's over by the Lebanon Fairgrounds here in Pennsylvania. Oh. Uh, there's a couple little shops over there. Um, do you know what I'm talking about where they're building all that construction and stuff over there? Yeah. Okay. Well, one of the new stores over there is called um, Ancestors Crapery, just like the one there. And it's, um, you know, it's, I guess it's the same owner. I think it is. Okay. We'll have to find and, out. And last week. My wife and I got one. <laughs> oh, how were they? <laughs> they were excellent. They were excellent. Jeez. Yeah. So um, I got like a, like a fruit one. It was all kinds of different kinds of fresh fruit and stuff rolled in. And my wife got a cinnamon roll one. Oh, wow. So uh, yeah, very I'm good. I have very to try good. one of those. <laughs> yeah. The cinnamon roll one was like the, the, the crepe of the month, I guess you could call it. Oh, or whatever. Okay. So I don't know if that's something they typically have on their menu all the time. Yeah. Or if it was just, you know, for this month. And it looks um, like one of their specialties is coffee as well. Yeah. Yeah. The ancestors. Yep. That they have a coffee house there as well. And um, I can see why uh, Brad said that he would forget his lunch sometimes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah. I don't yeah. Think. And Brad and Brad's um, one too. Like, I mean, yeah, he's, he's big in the brewing and he's big in the drinking beer and, and all that stuff but people tend to forget about this guy but he runs marathons yeah so uh i'm sure you know eating eating a crepery or two and and downing a couple beers uh you know he might have to run a couple extra miles to uh you know to feel better about himself i guess well you know for for in some people's mind maybe that's you know worth it you know to you know hey i like my beer i like my crepes um, I'll run a couple extra miles this week because I enjoy it so much, you know, and yeah. Hey, to eat, to each their own. Exactly. Um, but yeah, Mount Gretna craft brewery, we were going to be there for our one year anniversary. And, um, it looks like you can make reservations if you want to, uh, looks, let's see if I click on their tab on their website here. Uh, it actually looks like you can do it right through your, your phone or you could call if you want to, mm-hmm. um, I mean, they have great reviews. Um, I'm trying to see. Here's, I'll just kind of run down a little bit of their um, their uh, menu here, real quick. Okay. And uh, just to kind of give you an idea, uh, here's a couple appetizers they have: spring vegetables, uh, bacon on a stick, house cured bacon crushed pretzels, and maple stout syrup. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, pickle flight. Uh, chef's assorted house made pickles. Uh, make it a pickleback, add a shot of whiskey for five bucks. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, the Bavarian pretzel charcuterie. 
jumbo Bavarian pretzel dipped with hop honey, stuffed with artisanal cheese, cured meats, and fruit great fruit great for sharing. Yeah, because that's a big thing. So um, that, that'd definitely be one you want to say about. They have wings. Yeah, so um, they wings. The wings look pretty good too. Yeah, a couple different interesting uh, versions of uh, barbecue here. They have the Alabama white barbecue and a Korean barbecue. Oh wow. Uh, yeah, so that's different. Uh, obviously, they have some salads, burgers. Um, hmm. uh, even pizzas, hand tossed pizzas. Okay. Um, here's here's listen to this one. There's one called Island in the Sun. It's a pizza, golf shrimp, salsa, uh, ricotta cheese, mozzarella cheese, toasted coconut, and pickled onions. Ooh, <laughs> right. that actually sounds so, kind of good. I don't know. I, why, but I, well, yeah. I, well, I like coconut. So same here. Same here. Um. I like coconut, especially like in my drinks and stuff like that. When I have a mixed drink, yep. I love that coconut flavor in a mixed drink. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, um, tacos. I mean, here's um, smoke pulled chicken tacos called uh, pollo barracha. Mm -hmm. um, some entrees here, fish and chips. Of course, you got gotta love that, right? Oh yeah. Um, steak and fries. Uh, cast iron Napoleon portobello mushrooms, oven roasted tomatoes, fresh mozzarella, basil oil cuckoo and pilaf baked in the cast iron huh. um yeah so i mean all kinds of stuff and of course <laughs> you know what else they have hallie beer they have beer <laughs> <laughs> um yes and it says uh currently on tap they have some lagers uh cerveza del lago uh, there's one called fashionably light Okay. Um, man in the rice castle. <laughs> oh wow! And oh, then there's some hoppy beers. I don't know what you. Yes, mean. same here. Same here. Um, the hoppy beers we got: DDH Double Cheeks Creek uh, IPA. We have a uh, tailgate sipper. We have a Sheeks Creek IPA, and last mango in Paris. Okay. So I would guess that probably has a uh, a mango twist to it. Um, but yeah, all kinds of stuff. Um, you know, so I'm excited to get out here. Um, they open up on Friday at 12 p.m. Um, in fact, um, their weekends are the days they open up the earliest, Friday and Saturday, 12 to 10. Okay. And then on Sunday, they're open 11 to 8. And I think I even saw something here. They do like a brunch on um, Sundays. Really? I think so. I thought I just saw that. Let me look through here again. Uh, I think it was under the food portion. Yeah, best brunch in Lebanon County. Sundays come just once a week, so don't spend it on just any brunch. <laughs> um, awesome. Yeah, actually, this is pretty cool. Um, man, I love some of their names, too. They yeah. have um, one thing's called the Marty McShoe Fly. <laughs> um, and it's 1.1 gigawatts of flavor with our shoe fly pie stuffed French toast marked on the grill topped with powdered sugar and house-made beer butter and served with a side of maple porter syrup yeah and you <laughs> folks outside of pennsylvania you might not know exactly what shoe fly pie is uh but that's a oh, good point that's a big deal around here yeah um shoe fly pie. what is it uh, like molasses and uh what's oh, all in that it's, it's it's thick i mean it's yeah. molasses i think like honey depending on who makes it i guess right but, but i know my wife's uh 
my wife's grandmother, when she was around, she used to have shoe fly pie and, uh, and, and it was basically, um, saturated in whiskey. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and I remember having a slice. It, it was strong. <laughs> I think that's why she lived, uh, to be over 90. So. so here we go. The, uh, the shoe fly pie has been described as a crumb cake baked in a pie crust. The primary ingredients of the filling are molasses, flour, brown sugar, and water. Serving the coffee cake in pie crust made it easier for people to eat it with their hands in the 19th century. Mm. So I guess it just used to be a big conglomerate of flour, sugar, molasses, and water or whatever. And, yeah. and then people put it into a crust so it that just- way. Just mix and it you know up what? and see I, what happens. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't imagine eating that without a crust now that we think about it, really. Yeah, right? I mean, that would, it would just be like eating almost like a yogurt or something. I was going to say, you'd know. almost have to have it like in a bowl. Yeah. And just spoon it out, I guess. But um, yeah, it's yeah, it's been a long time since I've had that stuff. So Good old shoe fly pie. You know it. You know it. Yeah, it's, it, it's definitely a... Um, I mean, one of the first things that came up here, too, is uh, a type of American pie associated with Pennsylvania Dutch cuisine. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, yeah, um, I know yesterday, I don't know, um, I'm starting to feel, it's starting to feel a little more normal, um, you know, with events like this happening and mm-hmm. Just going out and about, I'm starting to see stores where, you know, people aren't looking at me funny for not wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. Uh, even now um, at a local grocery store right down the road from where I live, uh, even their employees aren't required to wear masks anymore. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. It's, so it's kind of nice to see. It's uh, it's almost like, you know, with this year anniversary and uh and all the other events going on it's it's kind of nice to see that you know what things are starting to slowly turn back to normal and uh it sounds like in june everything is going to be completely 100 percent open yeah i think um i think what i saw on the news might have been tuesday or wednesday um was that we are currently at like 50% vaccination here in Pennsylvania of everybody that's eligible to be vaccinated. And that's fully vaccinated. That's not just one. Exactly. And and when they get to 70, that's when I think things are going to be pretty much wide open at that point. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, I mean, we're getting there, we're close. Um, And I guess it'll just kind of require, you know, um, a yearly booster or whatever at this point. The thing that confuses me a little bit, and um, I even saw Hershey Park, um, if you're vaccinated, they're not going to require you to wear a mask, but they're not asking. Well, yeah. So they really, I mean, you want to talk about like HIPAA. Yeah, I know. So I'm just wondering, like, how are they going to enforce that? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know either. Um, Unless here's my thought. Maybe when you arrive to Hershey Park, if you show proof, you'll get maybe like some kind of sticker or something that you would wear. Um, I don't know. That's the only like thing. a wristband. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good point. Yeah. Maybe like a wristband showing that this is the person who's vaccinated. So they don't obviously have to wear a mask. I don't know. Yeah. So. I just I just I know that those cards that they handed out for the vaccinations 
Mm-hmm. Or for whatever reason, an odd size, they don't fit in your wallet. They yeah, don't, exactly. you know what I mean? Um, and then they don't want you to get them laminated either. Like, so. I think that if I were to do something like that, I would just simply take a picture of it on my phone. Yeah. And then that we, might be a good point. Yeah. Because, so. I mean, you're going to, if you're going to carry that thing around with you and it doesn't fit in anything and they don't want you to laminate it, it's bound to get ruined eventually. Yeah. And you know what? You actually brought up a good point because maybe that's something I should do anyway. I should just take a picture of it uh, that way when if and when that time does come and I start getting questioned for whatever stupid reason, you know, I'll, mm-hmm. um, I'll bring it up. And uh, yeah, here it is. Shut up and go away. Is that going to be like your sheriff badge? Like- <laughs> that's right. That's right. And it's Howie here. <laughs> No, uh, fully know. vaccinated don't worry don't worry yep, exactly all is good all is good resume mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah um i was at an event yesterday it was like a it was a party like a invited invitee only party and it was at this uh estate like a mansion out in uh trying to think where it would have been uh oh it was in carlisle mm-hmm. and uh carlisle pennsylvania uh near harrisburg and uh you know, and it was uh, an event for like all these dental workers, uh, dentists and such. They were it was an invited only group. And my wife is works in a dental field. So we got the invite. And mm-hmm. it was, this party was thrown by the owner of this mansion who happens to be an oral surgeon. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it was a crawfish boil. Oh, have you ever been to a crawfish boil? I've never had crawfish, so. <laughs> I, yeah, well, I have before, but it's been a while, and uh, and it was a lot of fun. I mean, I, I was expecting, because, you know, you hear crawfish, and I'm thinking, okay, this is going to be kind of like a redneck party, and. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? It wasn't anywhere close to that. It was, it was a high-end uh, party. This guy uh, who happens to own this facility, he has a lot of money to spend. Everything was free. It wasn't just crawfish, but it was, it was shrimp. It was, uh, corn on the cob. I mean, Mm -hmm. it was like some high end, you know, food and, uh, and an open bar, you know, so everything was free. And, uh, and he even flew, you know, this is what kind of got me thinking about, um, you know, about some of the people that we've interviewed, uh, Mm -hmm. but, he even flew in a band out of Nashville to come Get out and, and perform there at the, <laughs> at the uh, event. And uh, they were really good. I was really impressed with them. Um, let me see. I, I even, I don't know how well this is going to sound, but, uh, but I was really impressed. Let's see. Did you, um, did you get the name of them? Or were we able to maybe talk yeah, to Yeah, I did. It, um, it was, uh, I can tell you the singer was Brian or Ben Gallagher. And, mm-hmm. uh, but, uh, but yeah, he's, uh, him and his band, man, they were really impressive. In fact, I'm going to try and contact them. I think it'd be, they might be a fun interview. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, let me see if I can, see if I can find... Can you hear that? Very little. It's a little light. Um, yeah. It kind of picks up, gets loud, and then kind of goes soft again. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, this was outside, so. Sure. Like, there, 
Yeah, they were playing on the deck of this mansion. And when I say deck, I'm talking like this stage is big. Yeah. This this deck is bigger than some big stages, you know, in in concerts, you know. Absolutely. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. So um <laughs> now are are they from um they're there kind oh. of old stuff. Yeah, they're pretty good. Yeah, absolutely. Um, um, it's funny, as you said his name here, I just looked him up. I mean, this dude has his own Wikipedia page. Um, yeah. So um, he's actually from Camp Hill. Yeah, yeah, that's what they they announced. Uh, they introduced him as. Yeah. And um, But yeah, they're, uh, he's from Camp Hill. I think the, his other bandmates are not. Um, in fact, okay. the other... Um, the uh, other vocalist, the other guitar player there, he was from uh, Wisconsin, and uh, and I can't remember where the drummer was from. Um, you'll get a kick out of this, Hallie. It says the Pennsylvania native and Eagle Scout oh. released his first EP with Sony on August 11, 2017, and Gallagher has performed for inmates in Pennsylvania state prisons for the past seven years on his annual Barbed Tour. Oh, wow. Okay. Ben parted ways with Sony Nashville in January of 2019. So, hmm. um, yeah, in the process he's of making, uh, they're in the process of uh, finishing up a record they're doing. So, yeah, the guy, they got some talent and uh, very good, very good on stage. Like in, in regards to uh, talking with the audience and, you know, mm-hmm. they're, they're good with the connection part of things, which is, what you need i think when you're going to be in this business right yeah i would agree with that um so maybe it's time for a break here we can take we can throw our our commercial break in here and then come back with a bit of interesting uh history i guess you could say i don't know it's uh i would say this day in history is a big deal yeah it's it's something you know, it informed me about a few things, and um, this goes back uh, to the 1930s, and uh, we'll find out more about what that was when we come back. What do you think? That uh, sounds like a plan. We will be right back after this quick message. Here's a look at this day in history. May 23rd. In 1533, King Henry VIII dissolved his marriage to Catherine of Aragon, oh. not disallowed by the Pope. <laughs> That's not the right one. That's not the right one. But in 1701, the we'll see if the, maybe they'll go through it. Hold on. Pirates and the hail of bullets. Oh. The infamous Christian Treaty. All right, here we go. And on this date in 1934, Bonnie and Clyde faced a hail of bullets. The infamous couple posed as modern-day Robin Hoods, but the fact was they were ruthless killers. Police ambushed them in a rural Louisiana road. 160 shots later, Bonnie and Clyde were dead. And that's this. this. Yeah, um, they showed the actual autops or the actual the actual photo of the murder scene. By the way, I don't know if you got to see that. 
I did not. I did not. I'll have to take a look at that. Um, They were pretty messed up. (laughs) I I could imagine. I can imagine. And, um, you know, I didn't know much about um, Bonnie and Clyde. And we have Bonnie Parker and uh, Clyde Barrow. Uh And, uh, I mean, these folks were only, um, okay, so they were killed in 1934. Bonnie Parker was born in October of 1910. So she was only 23 years old, getting ready to turn 24. Yeah. And Clyde was born in March of 1909 and died in 1934. Okay. So he would have just had his 25th birthday. Um, so these, these are young folks. Um, yeah. And they just go on this crazy crime spree. I mean, it's absolutely insane. I mean, they're, they're robbing gas stations and stores and I know stealing guns and, um, killing police officers along the way. And, um, says they are believed to have murdered at least nine police officers and excuse me and four civilians wow wow um (laughs) i mean yeah i mean the legend of bonnie and clyde and and i didn't realize that it had come to uh, to an end the way it did Mm -hmm. um i thought they were found arrested executed that type of thing nope Uh, but no i mean they i guess they were running from the law, I guess. And uh, I don't know how many cops it was, but a bunch of people opened fire on him. And I think I read earlier, Howie, like 17 of the bullets hit Bonnie and like nine hit Clyde. And uh, yeah. Yeah. They didn't I mean, have they a just, chance. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, shots were being fired from different directions at him. And uh, I think they said 112 bullet holes were found in the vehicle. Yeah, I mean, um, <laughs> uh, crazy stuff. It um, is. It is, and uh, they made a movie about it. Uh, yes, and, and the actual, I got to see the actual movie car, which was really cool to see because uh, I did watch the movie as well, and uh, and that's uh, in uh, Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, and the actual car, the actual um, vehicle that they were in when they were killed, is in a casino. Um, just 40 miles south of uh, Vegas, I believe is mm-hmm. what they were saying. Uh, and I would love to see that car, like the actual car. Uh, I, I couldn't imagine what that thing looks like. I, I would love to look inside. I don't know if they cleaned it up or what, but uh, it, <laughs> it had to be a mess. Yeah, I would imagine. Uh, you know, I'm just looking through some some photos of them right now. And um I mean, another interesting little tidbit I found here is the fact that Bonnie was actually married right before her 16th birthday, and they never officially got a divorce. So to the day she died and ran off with Clyde, um, she was technically still married to this guy. Um, I'm trying to find his name right here. Uh, Roy Thornton. She was still married to this Roy Thornton, and this Roy Thornton was no, uh, he was no angel himself. He was in and out of prison. And eventually uh, tried to um, break out of prison and was killed on October 3rd, 1937. So I don't know that much would have changed uh, in Bonnie's life if she would have been with this guy rather than the other guys. Isn't it interesting, though, when we look at history and we look at today, Troy, uh, look at back then. I mean, this was I mean, we're we're approaching almost 100 years ago Mm -hmm. and uh, just like today. You know, we sometimes will make hero 
of right you know and and i and you're kind of seeing that going on today you know with some of the folks like for example like with the police brutality stuff going on um Mm -hmm. you know we're we tend to look at these folks as heroes but in reality they weren't such good people either you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) and uh and it's just amazing like uh how history repeats itself yeah it is and you know you know, not to, not to justify police brutality by any means, because oh, um, it, it happens and it shouldn't happen. And, um, and hopefully we're on the track to, you know, fixing that issue. But yeah, you're right. I mean, some of the people that are the spokesmen for this, um, <laughs> there's a reason the police are after him to begin with. Yeah, you know? exactly. exactly. <laughs> so it just, um, I find it interesting how history repeats itself. So, you know, just like back then, it wasn't okay Um you know, to revere a hero or revere a criminal. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, you know, today it's the same deal. So just makes you wonder why, you know, lessons aren't learned about, you know, history. Right. Yeah, it sure does. And, and, you know, another interesting thing about this Bonnie and Clyde story is um, there were people, I guess, just, you know, civilians or whatever, Mm-hmm. And they were actually trying to tear pieces of clothing, pick up the bullet shells, body parts, cut off body parts. <laughs> I mean, this is just insane. Um, it is. Now, uh, can you imagine? Like, obviously, this made national headlines and stuff. Um, but could you imagine how big of a story this was in that area? Oh my gosh! Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, this time, I mean, they were from the Texas area and they were killed in, um, I can't remember the name of the town, but it was in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Do you have that handy or no? I do not, but yeah, you're right. It okay. wasn't. I, I can find it. Uh, Bienville Parish, Louisiana. And um, yeah, it's just a, a few counties, you know, off the Eastern border of Texas. Um, I wonder- so I don't. Yeah, I wonder uh, if they have uh, like a marker of where this took place in that town today. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, I, I know when you go to the Bienville Parish, uh, Louisiana website on Wikipedia, um, I mean, it, it's listed there. The notorious bandits, Bonnie and Clyde, were shot dead in Bienville Parish on May 23rd, 1934. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely something... Um, you know, that is in their claim to fame, I guess you could say, you know. Um, and, and really, I mean, 13 murders, 13 murders is what they committed in their time. Right. And that's okay. And let's be realistic here. This is in the 1930s, right? So yeah. there might be people that they killed that they didn't even find or that they didn't know were associated mm-hmm. to this or, you know what I mean? Like sure, it, sure. it could very much well be more than that. Yeah, and their um, big uh, their mo, by the way, wasn't bank robberies. It was um, gas station and small shops. Yes, correct. And yep. and they even say that most of the times they only made out with five to ten dollars in cash. That's amazing. So I mean, they went through a lot of um, headaches, you know, just for that amount of money. Yeah, you, I mean, yeah, and you and I were talking, and we were just thinking, like, this could really be made into a very i think this could be made into a good current movie right now mm-hmm. and um 
So the 19, in 1967, the film Bonnie and Clyde came out that had Warren Beatty and Faye Dunaway in it. Yeah. And um, I saw that. I mean, it, I guess it was good for its time, but it sure did not hold up to the test of time. And then um, in reading about this, I also see there's a film on Netflix called The Highwaymen. Uh-huh. And that was released in 2019. And it says it's about, it's depicted the law's pursuit of Bonnie and Clyde. Wow. So that might be something I have to look into. I didn't, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's a, it's a very interesting thing. And I, I didn't know much about it before you and I decided to talk about this today. Yeah. Um, but it, like what? I don't know. I just, it just amazes me that um, you get to this point, you know, where you're, okay, we're just going to be, you know, criminals and kill people. And <laughs> if we, we only get five bucks. So, well, we, yeah, get well, five bucks. we had fun, <laughs> doing it, right? Uh, yeah. And you had mentioned that they were trying to like get anything and everything from the murder scene, you know, even parts of the, their body. Somebody yeah. tried to sever um, Clyde's trigger finger. Yep. And his ear. And his ear. I mean, wow. <laughs> yeah. Now, yeah. imagine he's probably not even so the guy's probably not even yeah. The guy's probably not even 100% dead yet. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. I mean, imagine if that guy was successful though, that, you know, how much would that finger be worth today? <laughs> if it could be preserved. <laughs> yeah, it, well, yeah. And then uh well, they did somebody did manage to get Bonnie's hair clips of, or locks of her hair and and pieces of her blood soaked dress. Oh my gosh. You know, so that's somewhere. Yeah. I would have, yeah, you know, and I wonder like even like the other stuff that was part of the crime scene, is that still somewhere in criminal justice history? Like, is it somewhere locked up in a police station somewhere in, in evidence or I wonder hmm. what with that? I don't know. That's, that's interesting. That's a good, I never thought about that. Yeah, that's the part that would, um, that's what gets my mind rolling. You know, it's like, I, I don't know. That would be kind of, you want to talk about um, uh, a really good talking piece of history to have at a party. <laughs> yeah, right. Hey, Troy, come on over here for a hot dog. Oh, by the way, hey, look at this uh, blood soaked dress I have. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I will tell you this too. I'm just kind of looking up the original Bonnie and Clyde car is in a museum oh. in Prim, Nevada. Okay. Um, it's uh, it, The actual name of the museum, oddly enough, is called Bonnie and Clyde's Death Car. <laughs> oh, my. Well, you know, uh, it's, uh, I'm sure they can, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'm just trying to look at some pictures and um, – I mean, yeah, I mean, there's just bullet holes everywhere. I mean, absolutely insane. Um, And I don't know. I mean, here, this is a shirt of somebody, and I can show you, Howie, here on video, if I can get it without the glare. Um, Yeah, I see what you're showing. But it's all torn and tattered, and uh, I don't know whose shirt that would have been. I'm guessing it might have been Clyde's. Yeah, because Bonnie uh, was wearing a dress. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, yeah. I mean, there's even, looks like there's even, like, holes in the back oh, of his yeah. shirt there. Um, 
I mean, yeah, just absolutely insane. Um, hmm. But yeah, this is uh, in Prim, Nevada. I don't know, uh, you know, if anybody ever gets out that way, or if anybody uh, listening is out that way and has pictures or anything wants to show us, please do send them to us. Uh, it'd be pretty interesting to look at. Um, unbelievable. It is. So yeah, it was a. Um, here's the other. What do you, do you do? You even know what kind of car that was? um i did let me see here um shoot i did see it somewhere um oh my it was a i know it was a v8 something but i don't i don't see it a v8 ford yeah yep there it is i wonder ford v8 does it say uh, what year it was? No, it doesn't. But they said it smashed through a barricade at 70 miles per hour. Really? Yeah. Um, hmm. That's crazy. Um, Especially back then. Those cars didn't go that fast. Yeah, right. I mean... I mean, depending on your roadway you have and, um, you know, cause let's face it, roads weren't real nice either. I mean, <laughs> well, they, they still, they still aren't in Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Drive through Pennsylvania and you'll see what it was like driving through Louisiana in 1934. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, we were just commenting yeah. about that yesterday. I was driving. Oh, um, I was driving home from Carlisle and, mm-hmm. uh, and it was a good five to 10 mile stretch of road on route 81 right hand lane was just nothing but bumps like you know i, I felt like mm. a roller coaster and uh and i was remembering because i used to drive that road almost every day for work and uh and that road hasn't changed in probably over 10 15 plus years it's just so uh well that's a whole other you want to talk about rabbit holes to jump down we can we can we can talk all day about Pennsylvania roads. Um, so here's a little bit of a history on that car. In the spring of 1934, they stole a Ford V8 Deluxe with a Greyhound hood ornament with a little less than 1,000 miles on it. Hmm. So I'm thinking it was probably brand new. I would think so. Um, Ruth and Jesse Warren were the owners and had bought it only recently from a Ford dealer in Topeka, Kansas. It was, it was nearly new, but over the next few weeks, the gang would put nearly 7,000 miles on it on wow. their crime spree. <laughs> and my guess is uh, car insurance probably wasn't available back then. So they didn't, I would have, yeah. when they got it stolen, it, that was it. They were, they were out of money. Yeah, I would imagine. Hmm. Um. Yeah, that's it's it's pretty crazy. Um, it's a really crazy story. Um, it is, it is. So, but yeah, oh, so, story of Bonnie and Clyde that happened on this day, and this day meaning uh, May twenty third, nineteen four. So that would have been what is that? Almost that that uh, years ago, eighty seven, eighty seven years ago. Yep. Jeez. And it seems like 
so much longer than that, but really, you know, in the scheme of, in the grand scheme of, you know, how long things have been going on and modern civilization and all kinds of things, it's not really not that long ago, you know, it's, yeah. and uh, I mean, this is, this is just right, well, what, this is probably right after the depression was starting to get better, I would say. Oh, yeah, yeah, I would say yeah. so, and, uh, and that was the other thing I was thinking about, like, what was driving that behavior, really, uh, like, what mm -hmm. was driving their behavior of, let's go on a crime spree and I, I don't know, was it, was it the thought of getting rich? Maybe, I don't know. Yeah. Or was it, was it a, you know, thought of getting famous? Yeah. You know? Or, or was it a, yeah. An adrenaline rush in general, you know, mm -hmm. uh, they, they just had that in their blood where everything, every time they robbed a gas station or a bank, you know, they they just had this incredible boost of adrenaline and and it was such a i don't know just such a rush for them that they had to keep doing it right so yeah i mean um yeah it's wow they had to know the outcome i mean they had um to... i would i would imagine i would imagine i mean especially once they started killing people i mean yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. after you the know? first murder i think you're like yeah we're, this isn't going to get any better yeah so let's just, you know, at this point, let's just keep going. <laughs> yeah. I also found it interesting, too, that uh, Clyde actually severed a couple of his toes off during prison. He chopped off two of his toes in prison uh, while serving a 14-year sentence in Texas for robbery and auto theft in January of 1932. He decided he could no longer endure the unforgiving work and brutal conditions at the notoriously tough Eastham Prison Farm. In the hopes of forcing a transfer to a less harsh facility, Clyde severed his left big toe and a portion of a second toe with an axe. Although, yeah. although it is not known whether he or another prisoner wielded the sharp instrument, the self-mutilation, which permanently crippled his walking stride and prevented him from wearing shoes while driving, ultimately proved unnecessary as he was released on parole six days later. Oh, my gosh. That just tells you the kind of luck that guy had, you know? Uh, <laughs> so they both insane. walked with a limp because Bonnie walked with a limp because she was in a car accident. Um, I believe it looked like uh, in 1933 really yeah so hmm. isn't that something like <laughs> well i guess they were just meant to be together they were meant to be yep except they were not buried together like they wished so, yeah um looks like i guess she's yeah guess they're a few miles away from each other is uh what i was seeing yeah bonnie's in dallas and i forget where they have clyde buried so Interesting stuff. Interesting stuff. But yeah, that's uh, that's uh, a neat little part of history that happened today. And uh, absolutely, you know, we got some fun coming up. We got our uh, live show coming up on Friday and uh, we got Memorial Day weekend that weekend as well. So yep. definitely remember your veterans and uh, hopefully we're going to have a, a couple veterans in the crowd. I wouldn't mind uh, pulling aside and talking with them, you know, and uh, yeah you know, kind of get their story and what this means to them, maybe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so, um, you know, a lot of people go up to a, um, a veteran on Memorial Day 
and you know kind of say happy memorial day to him or whatever whatever thank you for your service now i had a friend i wouldn't say he was offended by it but he would get it's like he would why, kind of get perturbed now well no not even that it was the fact like like you do realize what memorial means right like this is in memory of some right so like thanking me for my service on memorial day like i didn't die i didn't make the ultimate sacrifice you know um so he kind of like uh, always said like no M memorial day isn't for me memorial day is to remember everybody that perished you know fighting for this country or whatever or or even the ones that perished later on after the you know yeah um so i thought that was a kind of interesting way to look at it um from his viewpoint mm -hmm. um you know like veterans day is for the active ones memorial day is for the ones that passed yeah um that's the way he looked at it and, and it's kind of um makes kind of makes sense yeah. yeah um so you know maybe think about that if you uh see somebody on memorial day you know um maybe not thanking them for the service but mm -hmm. well i guess it's never a bad thing to thank somebody for their service honestly but yeah. maybe wishing somebody a happy memorial day isn't probably it's not really a happy day honestly you know it's in remembrance of those who have lost their lives yeah um so yeah if anybody's uh if anybody happens to be there at the brewery though and uh is a veteran i mean more than willing to, to talk to them um we love having veterans on the show um it's been a while actually you know yeah um and maybe we need to look into starting getting some more when I mean, we're coming up on the fourth of july here soon mm -hmm. um so yeah i think i think way, maybe, um you yeah. know um just i'm i'm just thinking of your uncle who we interviewed uh mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, the 20th anniversary of 9-11 is coming up this September. Yeah, it sure is. You know, and he was part of it. He was there mm -hmm. you know, at the Pentagon. So, you know, things like that, you know, just, yeah, there's a lot of stuff for us to remember and forget all the chaos that we're experiencing uh, around the country today, you know, or even around the world in some cases. Uh, but just, you know, let's focus on some of the good, focus on some of the people who actually um, are allowing you to express your yourselves you know be, you know and if it wasn't for those folks who fought for this country you wouldn't even be allowed to talk about what you're talking about whether we agree with you or not you know yeah um, you have a right for a reason absolutely yeah 100 percent agree with that um and um you know i guess if, if i heard you correctly i think you said uh your, your neighbor andy worley will will be at the brewery on friday Yep, that's the um, plan. So we'll have so to hopefully, with him. Yeah, uh, we'll have him down, have him for a quick chat. And, um, you know, any other former guests that are there, that'll be cool to just kind of yeah. get everybody together and, you know, yeah, Nick a big Knight. old conglomerate of what we did in year number one, right? <laughs> exactly. I think even Nick Knight might be making an appearance. Uh, he has yep. uh, He has an album to be promoting. I believe that'll be coming out in July. So we'll have to chat with him if he's around. Yep. Uh, and we'll be getting him we'll be getting him on the podcast again too uh, you know and we'll probably we might record that a little bit earlier but we're probably only going to drop it right around the time that um that yeah. album's going to come out to help him yep. promote that um and i was thinking of somebody else or thinking of something else and it oh um i did want to also mention um tim mcmaster oh, um yes. un, he did unsuccessfully um run 
for the Senate seat in Pennsylvania here. And um, that went to Chris Gebhardt, which, which you know, not, yeah, no terrible surprise. I mean, this, this district has been Republican run for how long now? Um, but Tim gave it a valiant effort. And, um, and I will also say that um, he does plan on running again um, in 2022, because this is only a one-year seat until the actual election comes back up again. And he did a good job of getting his name out there. Sure People did. know who he is now a little bit. Um, so I'm hoping things look up for him. But uh, also, um, I think he's hoping to plan to stop in on Friday oh, night as awesome. well. So that's awesome. Yeah. So hopefully we'll see him on Friday night as well. And you know what, at the very but, least, he's he's throwing out ideas for other people to absolutely maybe pick up on, you know, hey, get the hint. You know, we can't like he said, you know, we can't continue defining insanity. You know, we got to do something different and break up what's happening, you know, around here. And I think we saw some of that in Pennsylvania when when, uh, you know, the vote of yes mm-hmm. went through uh, during election time, meaning that you know, folks like uh, our governor, our current governor and, and governors after that are not allowed to just continue to extend, extend without proper process. It kind of actually really surprised me that that's the way it is, honestly, mm-hmm. that that, w- that we even had to vote for that to be changed because this the whole point and the whole reason America became a country was because they didn't want to be dictated by one person's rule. Right. And yeah. And now we're, we're at this point where we have to vote that one person in Pennsylvania doesn't have power to just keep, you know, declaring this emergency declaration. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't it be a conglomerate of people? Why wouldn't it be a bunch of different votes that say, no, no, I think we should probably still extend the emergency disaster. I think right. we're still, you know, no, this guy just, you know. No, it's yeah, like, I mean, no, 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 I mean, I, I'm doing it. Whether you like Yeah, yeah, no, I'll, I'll take care of it. Yeah. <laughs> well, that no longer is the case. Correct. Um, but uh, I wouldn't be surprised if, uh, you know, there wouldn't be a, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for when they, when they like take it to court. court to, <laughs> no, when they take it to court to try oh, to make yeah, sure, you know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah, and try to overturn it. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if we have a little bit of a wait on that period sure. till it becomes official, an amendment or whatever they need to make it. Um, wouldn't surprise me either. Right. Um, but yeah, um, I think that's about all I have for today. Howie, I don't know. Are you thinking of anything else or no, no, I think we've said it all (laughs) again. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, just, uh, come on out to our show. Uh, it, it has us listed as, uh, from five to six 30. We probably won't be officially, you know, chatting with people until maybe five 30, but you know, somebody will be around and, you know, meet and greet and, uh, you know, definitely uh, say hi and uh, start listening to our show, you know, and um, I guess yeah. the folks that can hear this probably already are listening to our show, but, <laughs> uh, but we'll, we'll definitely get the word out when we uh, arrive there because the, it, what's weird about our show is our listening audience isn't, aren't the locals. It's more outside of our, our area of where we reside. Which yeah, is and hey, funny. that actually that actually brings up a good point that we can we can talk about real quick. Also, sure, uh, you know, last week with wildfire on the show. Oh yeah, and uh, oh, dude, I I don't know what happens, but 
our page blew up this week <laughs> on Facebook. I know. I mean, we had like continues to, by the way. Yeah, like seventy extra people liked our page or followed it or whatever, mm-hmm. and um, it's just like they. I don't know what they do to promote or how who they're finding, but it a word gets around. <laughs> they have an interesting following, and their following isn't even based out of like where they're from, out of Houston, Texas. We're getting right. followers from India, from the UK. I mean, everywhere uh, in the world, and uh, yep. it's amazing, like like the following that those girls have. And uh, also, too, you know, uh, once again, we're sharing a lot of the successes that some of our guests are experiencing. Mm-hmm. And um, who was it that just signed a... Uh, a Casey. Yeah, uh, um, or not Casey. Taylor. Taylor. Yeah, Taylor. Taylor Marie Wagner just signed a, uh, um, a deal with, I guess, to uh, write music. And yes. she signed with a company out of Los Angeles. So once again, I mean people like her congratulations and uh it's really neat to see some of these folks that we're talking to starting to rise to that stardom level uh, yep. you know and while uh, sarah 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 harrelson is um getting nominated for all kinds of awards like left and right it seems to never end for her getting nominated for something you know? I, know. I know um so uh yeah i mean things are blowing up casey kearney was uh singing the the national anthem at the i'm sorry god bless america at the atlanta braves game yeah um i mean things are just incredible i mean she's starting oh and she by the way she's opening up for uh who is that deanna deanna carter deanna carter which is i i'm not a big country fan but i understand Uh, you would you you would probably know that you would probably know the uh the song strawberry wine yeah that's her big hit yeah okay okay oh wow yeah so she's opening up for some big names and she's going to get noticed now just because of that alone. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So big things are happening to these folks and, uh, and you've heard them first right here. That's all I'm going to. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So, and you will continue to hear them first here. Yes, you, um, will. Yes, you will. So, yeah. So now that we got that little bit out of the way, just one more time, um, Friday, uh, like I said, starting around five or so, uh, we'll be at Mount Gretna craft brewery uh 2701 horseshoe pike palmyra pennsylvania 17078 you can call them at 717-838-3545 their website is gretnabrewery.com that's g-r-e-t-n-a-b-r-e-w-e-r-y.com and uh you can make reservations there you can check out their menu you can get an idea of what for beers they might have on tap all that kind of stuff Um, and their hours on friday are 12 to 10 and uh, Shrimp Ryan's Jig Band is scheduled to perform at 6.30 on Friday night. Um, so we'll have about an hour or so to record uh, before the band starts playing or, or you know, longer, whatever. We'll, you know, we'll play that by ear. We'll see how Thank things are work. going. And uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, we're hoping to have maybe one or two of the members of that band stop by and talk to them real quick. Um, you know, we're hoping to obviously talk with Brad Moyer. Uh, hopefully we can talk to the owner, Brad Kleinfelder. Um, yeah, a couple different things on tap. There's, um, Ancestry's Brewery, or I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Ancestry's Coffee House and Crapery next door. Um, so absolutely swing by, call them, check out their website, hit them up on Facebook, uh, whatever you got to do. And, um, you know, until then, I guess we'll, we'll see them on Friday, right? Everybody that wants to stop by. 
Yes, indeed. Yeah. So uh, until until then, stay tuned and uh, everybody be safe. Enjoy your uh, hopefully uh, this weather continuing the way it is here in Pennsylvania. So take care, everyone. Thank you for listening to another episode. Please like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at StayTunedTNH. Email us, StayTunedTNH at gmail.com. And uh, whichever podcast avenue you're listening to us on, Google, Apple, Spotify, uh, please subscribe, share, rate, and review. And until next week, stay tuned.